Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Let's see who's manning the booth. Let's see who's manning the booth. Yeah. See, that's the problem is I press play on the SNS intro and nothing is happening. I don't get why it never because works. Because the when volume's I get it. not up. Because the volume's not up. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, show's about to start. You want to start with that again? <laughs> no, I'm good. You'd figure after four years of five years of running this damn show, I could get I could get this to work correctly. Uh, Jesus Christ! Welcome to the show, everybody. First one of the new year. Seth Cam and Sean Palmer on the second show of the sports radio show. Um, happy New Year! Wow. Happy New Year! Wow. Okay, so Seth's New Year's resolution, and we'll get to this later. It, in in full force is. To be able to play the music once on the show in 2018. Just once. That's all I'm asking. Once. Uh, maybe I might have to be there, but we'll, we'll, get, it, we'll get it running. Uh, a very chilly good evening here from the bone-chilling Big Apple. Seriously, last week kinda wishing, I walked kinda out. I wish you were in Malaysia right now, weren't you? My teeth were cold. I mean, I didn't even think that was possible. But, oh, I wish I was anywhere. And I just had to cancel the, the, the trip to Australia that I was going to have. And I'm just like, okay, well, there's Bermuda and there's Aruba and Bahama and Jamaica, your mama. You know, like I'm going through all the, the, the islands from Kokomo, and I'll find one where I land on because this is ridiculous. This is colder than I ever remember Syracuse. Now, granted, that was a very long time ago. But I was talking with a bunch of friends that I went to school with, and I think the point was we just accepted it in Syracuse, that it was just going to be cold, and we didn't care. Like, we put on our boots, put on our gloves, we put on our hat, we just walked. Like, we were 20 years old. What the heck did we care? Now, we're cold. This, and, and by the way, there was no heat in those, uh, in those houses, and the insulation was ridiculously cold. Ridiculously, like, of none. So, we wore lots and lots of layers to sleep. Anyway, so, it's cold. Needless to say, it's just cold. Happy New Year, everybody. Let me start with one question, because this is the question. Now, granted, I don't post a lot on Facebook, but it has been dominating my feed all day long. And it's kind of pissing me off. And you being the college football guru of the two of us, and the fact mm-hmm. that I missed last night's game, which I understand, greatest the college football game ever, yada, yada, yada. I missed it, both of them. But I did watch some of it on replay today. There's no way Central Florida deserves to be in this conversation, right? No way. Uh, I, I've actually been too busy. Uh, first of all, welcome to the show, everybody. I, I've been too busy to, to, to play on Facebook because, to be honest, it's really all it is is Trump, Trump, and more Trump. Um, the point that's being made is fair, though. That, well, you have the two teams in the national championship. One team beat both of them. And they were beaten, rel- I wouldn't say handily, but they were beaten relatively convincingly by a Central Florida team whose strength of schedule was not much less than Alabama's. Are they wait a second, wait a second. They, did, they didn't beat both of them. They didn't beat Alabama. No, they beat Auburn. Auburn beat Georgia and beat Alabama. And beat Alabama. They beat the only team that beat both teams. Oh, 
So, so you're going seven degrees of separation. That's, okay. So, so in the year one degree wait. of separation. Wait, wait, wait. wait. No, no, no. This is not going to. This is not going to. You know, Ohio, Iowa State who beat Oklahoma who beat this. It's one step of separation for a team that went undefeated. Do I think they're one of the four best teams in the country? Probably not. Do I think would I have liked to have seen them there? Well, I mean. The problem is this, and this is an argument I had years ago when Ohio State made it. Just because you make it the chance, or an argument I had with uh, our, our good friend, the Bate Isles, who, you know, when they added the extra four teams, which I still think is completely asinine. Um, just because a team succeeds in, in the um, – has success doesn't mean they deserve to be there in the first place. That's right. Um, so I, I think so Alabama, let me I run. think Alabama is one of the four best teams in the country. Please go. So so let me run this by. You. So two, 1998 Tulane, 1999 Marshall, 2004 Utah, 2006 Boise State, 2008 Utah, 2009 Boise State, 2010 TCU. What do all those teams have in common? All went undefeated. And all didn't play for a national championship. Yes. All, were, all weren't even in the discussion of national championship. Um, TCU was in the discussion. And the unfortunate part with TCU is they should have been in the national championship. But I get your point. They were the second best team in the country that year. Right. But it was based on voting. So they didn't get to go. It was the subjective part of the whole conversation, and they didn't get to go. And part of the, whatever you want to call it, bowl championship series, college playoff, whatever you want, it's still based on polls. There's still some subjectivity going on here. And there has to be. Central Florida had one top 25 win before they beat Auburn. So, So here's the thing. Okay, to me, yes, they beat Auburn. Oh, what? I thought they beat Memphis twice, and Memphis was, was ranked. Maybe they weren't ranked. I'm sorry. The first time they played. I'm sorry. I thought Wait, they, so they played Memphis. Look. Right, but they played Memphis in the championship game, right? So, okay, so, so two, they've only played one championship team, maybe not championship game. They played one, champion, uh, one top 25 team. The point that I'm making is, okay. okay, so you beat Auburn in a bowl game, which is the point, right? You beat the team that you were supposed to play in the bowl game. But the bowl, but the bowl playoffs is not based on your bowl game. It's not based on past your bowl game. It's based on what you did until you got to your bowl game. True? Yeah. So I get that you beat Auburn. Congratulations. You finally beat a team that was worthy – of and, and you went undefeated. That's fantastic. Congratulations. But you wouldn't have played Auburn if it wasn't for your bowl game. So I'm, not sure I, I'm you, trying you to reconcile. Yeah, well, I'm trying to reconcile that. The you say you should be in the college football playoff. The college I didn't football say playoff. That. Four teams. No, no, no. I'm saying this is this is the masses, right? This is the very angry people that believe that Central Florida should be in the, in the college football playoff. College football playoff is decided before the Auburn game. And before the Auburn game, you have your record. Much the same way as when you go to the, to the, to the college basketball tournament, you're not decided after you win the NIT. And then you say, oh, I should have been in the NCAA tournament because I won the NIT. And thus I'm one of the best 64 teams there. That's not true. It's what you did in the regular season. This is postseason already. It's, it's kind of like the Heisman. You can't win the Heisman based on your bowl game. You're based on the regular season. Regular season means you've played Memphis. That's it. That doesn't get me there. Undefeated or not, that doesn't get me there. No, that would mean Georgetown would be at top four seed this year in the basketball tournament after having the worst strength of schedule of all time. No, in a four-team in a four-team four playoff, I, as much as I, I think people would like to see it, but I don't think anyone really believes 
they deserve it. If they expand it to eight, I think there's a legitimate. I think you have a very legitimate case. But would they have, to me, would they have been a your, top eight team? I think I have to before Auburn twelve. I understand, okay. but I I'll be perfectly honest. I would rather see an undefeated power, you know, non an undefeated non top five conference team make it than the fourth team and then the third team in the big 10. Okay. I would. Um, so, you know, to me, so there was a, there was a recommendation on Facebook and I, and, I'm, and I actually subscribed to this. So Jamie Garvin props to you. Top five power conferences get their conference winner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Generally, you have your top five conference, your top five power conference conference winners in that top eight or nine, right? I mean, they generally stand yes. there. Genuine, genuinely, genuinely, yes. Gen- generally stand. Then you get one of the top, uh, what do you call it, the group of five? I, I guess is the next one, yes. right? So you got the power five, then the group mm-hmm. of five. So, so yep. one, the best of the group of five. Now, how you make that determination, I'm not getting there because you can have a 10 and one team that's better than an 11 and 0 team, but that's up to somebody else to figure that part out. Then you have two at-large teams and you have eight teams and that way everybody gets represented. I don't think that's a bad idea. In fact, I think that's a very good idea. I still think you're going to have an issue because I think there will be many. You're always going to have an issue. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Then, then there was another. There was another suggestion of let every. You should have a tournament with every conference winner in it. And I just shook my oh, head great. and I said, "Oh, so 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 we should start in it'll early run, November. It'll run until fantasy, it'll, it'll run until midnight madness. Until excuse me, March madness. Right. That's awesome. Exactly. And it'll be twice, it'll then, be twice as long as the NFL season. And we're going to have Alabama A and M facing Alabama. In the first round. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, that's not. That's not really a. Uh, that's not a particularly reasonable. One. I do and like the other one. It's, the no- it's one I've heard variations of before. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan of that. And you know what? You're as you said before. You're always going to have subjectivity. You even have it in the NCAA tournament where SMU won 25 and seven and didn't make the tournament, right? Because they just didn't play anybody. And Georgetown's going to have a much similar situation this year. I think Georgetown's going to win 20 games. But I, I turned on the TV, what was it, two weeks ago now? And Georgetown 9-2 and two is facing Alabama A&M 0-12. Yeah, that's, Are they that's not going to cut it. With <laughs> <laughs> They were winning by only 15. So, yeah, then there's that. So, anyway, all right, so we have our college football playoff last night. Georgia and Alabama are in the finals. I think I picked Oklahoma and Alabama. I think I picked Alabama to win it, so I got one out of two. I really don't remember what you picked. Um, But at the same time, according to the replays that I've seen, and I've seen most of the – most of the Oklahoma game, but not any of the Alabama game. The Alabama game was a complete snooze fest, and the Oklahoma game was one of the most exciting games in college football in recent memory. Is that about right? Yeah, that pretty much covers it. Um, I did watch most of both games, although I was really tuning out of the of the Alabama game after their after they scored two touchdowns in about forty five seconds. You knew that was going to be an angry Alabama team, and it's just not as good a Clemson team. And I didn't think Oklahoma, I didn't think Alabama looked extreme, looked particularly impressive. I thought Clemson looked terrible, to be perfectly honest. Um, they could do nothing offensively, and part of that is credit to Alabama's D, and part of it was just Kelly Bryant's not Deshaun Watson. And and as bad as that game was. Yes, that Rose Bowl was fantastic. Uh, and it leads to a pretty interesting championship game. Um, 
Uh, we, you, if anyone watched, I guess you didn't. I don't. I don't know how you didn't watch any of the other game. I was sleeping. I was sleeping. It was five o'clock in the afternoon. <clears throat> okay, I was on a date. Then I was sleeping. Look, I have a back problem. It's a really hard back problem. But I was on a date first. Is the date while you while you were sleeping? Did she wear you out? No, no. That's a really that. That could be either an awesome first date or an awful first date, which means there's no second date. But anyway, no, I was not sleeping. I'm not that type of guy. If you know girls who are looking for that type of guy, okay. Hey, hey, I'm, look, unless you're offering, I'm not that type of guy. So anyway. It was, so anyway, no, it was I did not. So. It was phenomenal. It was fun for a team that for a game that had over a hundred points. There were some really great defensive plays. Uh, I could not. I don't remember ever seeing a team average nine yards a rush before, uh, which George did. And I just don't think they particularly. Met. And their quarterback uh, Jake Fromm, you know, for a freshman, very very composed. Baker Mayfield was excellent. Rodney Anderson, the running back from Oklahoma, was excellent. Um, just a great game, a fun game to watch. You know, a couple of questionable calls, I'd say, by Lincoln Riley, the, the coach of Oklahoma. But at the end of the day, you score, You know, 48 points should be enough to win any game. And it just wasn't. And now you have a huge, you have a three-pronged running attack led by Sonny, Mich- Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb. In Georgia, and Alabama's uh, former defense coordinator uh, Nick Saban, a team that's led by their defense, and I don't think Alabama is going to score very much on the offensive end on, on Georgia. I don't know if Georgia is going to be able to run the ball on on Alabama's D. Alabama looked healthy, and their defense looked really good. Well, I'll tell you, Nick Chubb has been there. It seems like since I was in college. I mean, I don't. He's got to be a fifth-year senior, right? At least. I think so. Yeah, I mean, he just yeah, seems he's like just, he's been Nick there forever. Been there forever. I know he's torn his ACL at least once, maybe twice. Uh, he was a top ten prospect at one point. I, I think the injuries have totally uh, wiped that out. Here's my question for you: So you watch the, you watch the Oklahoma game. Did Baker Mayfield stock go up or down? Um, I think it stayed about the same. Uh, I, I, I think, I think he's, I think he's, he's a mid first round pick at this point. And I'll tell you, I've never seen more varied mock drafts because while everyone else is partying on New Year's Eve, being married with a kid, uh, yeah, I was, Carly was asleep. Jake was asleep. I was reading through mock drafts. And to be fair, but wait a second. To be fair, if the Giants are picking 28th, would you be reading through mock drafts? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I mean, the Giants. I mean, I've I've seen Mayfield top five or second round. I, the one I read last night had Lamar Jackson going to the Giants at number two. So I, I don't really know what to make out of all this. Um, well, did you – we like both read – Yeah, we, generally, we both generally read Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback. Did you catch yesterday's? I did. So you saw who – Report a uh, top scout has John Dorsey taking at number one, right? Uh, Josh Allen, I think it was. Yeah. So, I mean, people are all over the place, and nobody would be happier if they took Josh Allen than this guy. Because <laughs> that means <laughs> chances are one of the other guys falls. Now, you've had a well, week to I think about it. Rosen. Rosen's not falling the seven. So who, no, who no, no. I want Mayfield, right? Quite frankly, quite frankly, I wanted Allen all along. I've always wanted Allen because you know Allen can make the throws. He may be a complete – he's a boomer bust guy, but 
But if there's a team that needs to take a boomer bust guy, this is the guy. This is the team. You need a Brett Favre in New York. He's your Brett Favre. So, yeah, I want I want him. And if I don't get him, I probably want Baker Mayfield. I'm not getting Rosen. I've come to that understanding. I'm not get, And quite frankly, I'm not sure I want Darnold, but if I if he's there, I wouldn't hesitate to take him. But the fact is, I want a guy with that can make the throws. And I know Mayfield and Allen can both make the throws. I do not want Lamar Jackson at all. No, thank you. I got one of those. His name was Geno Smith. Don't, don't need another running quarterback. Thank you. At all. <laughs> No, I just look. It, it it's just who he is, right? I mean, he Lamar Lamar Jackson thinks with his legs first, and then thinks with his arm second. And I don't need, I don't want another one of those. And Lamar Jackson's arm strength, yeah, they're better than last year. But he oh, had to throw the ball a lot more this year too. Well, the they were behind this year. They were behind this year a lot more. They weren't as good of a team. So, okay, so you've done all these mock drafts since last week or a week and a half ago. Your team hired a general manager. And we will talk about the draft ad nauseum until May. Because this is the first draft. (laughs) This is the first draft, I believe, since 1987. 87, maybe 89, that the Jets and Giants are both picking in the top 15 together. So, am I close on that? I think it's the Derek Brown and Johnny Mitchell where he went back to back. Both both brilliant calls by uh, by the respective New York GMs on that as well. All right, you guys speak more into the mic. You're like either too far away or on speakerphone. I can barely hear you. Yeah, I'm so on speaker. I heard the good I heard the good calls. But the fact is, I think that was the last time. Now, the Giants have the second pick. Jets have the sixth pick. And, again, once again, three quarterbacks, we just fell outside that range, it looks like. Especially if Buffalo wants one, they can go out and get one. If you're the Giants and you're uh, – you're Dave Gettleman. You're still you're still sucking for Saquon at number two. I'm still sucking for Saquon at number two. Look, I love the I love the pick. I love you guys. Should take a Saquon. You guys should take Saquon every day. Never look back, please. Right. You just, well, you just want you just want a quarterback to fall to the Jets seven. So you Absolutely. don't actually look. I have my pick. own. No, I have my own modus operandi. I don't think that's a good pick at all. I think the best place for Saquon would be number three with the Colts. Yeah, going to the Colts. But yeah, absolutely. But okay, I, look, I could see that, and we talked about this yesterday. There's no secondary that's high, secondary pick that's high enough. There's no linebacker pick that's high enough. You don't need another defensive end like Chubb out of North Carolina, um, and you don't. I mean, you need a quarterback. Or I don't, you don't do need offensive a line. Do you, I don't do. And I don't well, do offensive line. We looked at the offensive line. Top five. Yeah, and there are none. On and there are yeah. none. Although I know Nabate had said Orlando Brown from Oklahoma, but I've seen him in the second round. I've seen him number fifteen. I don't see him going top three. I just don't see it. So. The question is, and this is the, the million-dollar question for Gettleman, is, is Davis Webb the guy who's going to replace Eli Manning? If he's not, and Josh Rosen is there too, you know, then you make your judgment call. If he's not, then if, if, he, if he's not, it's a tough you know, Then we'll see. Does Darnold fall? Does Darnold even come out? I mean, because if Darnold doesn't come out, and Rosen really refuses to go to Cleveland, all hells are going to break loose in this draft. So 
We'll see how this plays out. We got a long time to speak about it. And before we even get to the draft, I mean, we have to kind of talk about the hirings and firings because actually a lot less than usual this year, it feels like. Um, well, I, I'd, uh, like to if, I'd like to rehire Marvin Lewis. Seems like the <laughs> Bengals might fire, they fire. And you know, Nabate Isles, since we're talking about you so much, three years ago you thought that they should hire Marvin Lewis. You still think that? Unbelievable. Marvin Marvin doesn't need a job, so it's not a concern. Again. Again. Vance Joseph kept his job somehow. Vance Joseph was there for one year, and they have no offensive line. I don't – and the quarterbacks that Elway has brought in have not worked out. I'm all in favor of giving Vance Joseph a second year. Hugh Um, Jackson is keeping his job. Well, you want to go with the, you want to go with that theory again? <laughs> yeah, that one's a little bit more difficult. Um, yeah, that one I wouldn't do. Uh, one know, in thirty-one. I realize, and that team, while not talented, is not as bad as is not zero and sixteen bad. You know, you take Kaiser, you take. I mean, who the hell knows what you're doing? You know. It, I have no idea what they're doing. So, but Bruce Arians does retire. Uh, McAdoo's obviously out. John Fox is out. Uh, Chuck Pagano is out. And all these jobs have have a value. Jim Caldwell. Meaning Jim Caldwell is out. Meaning these are not horrendous jobs. You're not look. I mean, you look at Detroit, they've been – mediocre for a while, but they have a franchise quarterback. They have some decent wideouts, a decent defense. They're not a bad team by any stretch. Del Rio is out, although that looks like it'll be John Gruden. And your, I mean, your, your best pick of the year was Oakland not making the playoffs. And, but that team, certainly talented. They need some help on the defensive end, no question about it. But you have a good quarterback in, in car. You have quality wideouts. I don't know what you're going to do with the Marshawn situation, but not a, te- not, a ter- not a team in a terrible situation. Arizona, uh, Carson Palmer announces his retirement this- today. Bruce Arians is out. But that team has been relatively competitive for a while. The defense is good. The Giants were, for the most part, expected to be a playoff team this year until they completely fell apart. And it may take a couple of years to rebuild, but that's not a, that's a team that short of a Ben McAdoo meltdown. That's a team that will take the, that will give a coach several years to build. These are not bad. I mean, even the bears have a potentially, you know, some good players with their defense is solid. Jordan Howard is good. And they brought in Trubinsky who has seemed like it could become a quality NFL quarterback if he ever had a wideout to throw them. So I look at these teams and I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing huge reclamation projects here. They may not be Super Bowl caliber, but they're not, they're not in terrible shape. All right. So let's go through these, right? Giants, Giants are in some pretty bad shape. They're old. That team is old. They have, Landing, they're building around Landon Collins, uh, look who I love, Odell Beckham, who nobody knows what he's getting, Evan Evan Ingram, and that's it. It is a lack of talent. They have Olivier Vernon, but Olivier Vernon's about 30 30 to 31 years old, or he's coming close to 30. JPP, on the downside of his career, Janoris Jenkins, on the downside, they have lots of big I'm not sure. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know if I okay. believe the defense is on the downside. I don't. Um, this was a defense that was number two in the league last year. Yes. And the defenses they not, get old they very quickly. Yeah, but Vernon's not old. Jenkins is certainly not old. Camardi's old. Um, you know, JPP, not old. Um Harrison is old, but Harrison still plays at a Pro Bowl level every year. I'm not sure that the defense is that the defense is old. I don't know. But at number two, I'm not looking 
when I look at what that team needs, I'm not looking at their defense. I'm looking strictly at their offensive line and their running back and their quarterback for that matter. And they're all old. The defense. The offensive the line is, is not old. It's bad. Well, the running backs aren't old. They're just not haven't been very good. The quarterback's old, but we know that. I don't think I don't think age is the issue. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at the John Jerry is 31. Yeah, the line is bad. Fluker is yeah, not old. The line's bad. He's probably about 30. Yeah, no, Pugh's actually yeah, Eric Flowers is 24. Who is? Oh, Eric Flowers is not going to be around next year. No, I agree. He's not going to be there. But I don't think it's a, Sorry, I don't Pugh, think it's Pugh, an old team. Yeah. All right. Fair. All right, so let's keep going. So I don't think that's a great job. I'll tell you that much. I think that's a reclamation project. I really do. The but Bears it, but it, it, the Bears are the exact same thing, except they have Chablinski, that the Giants are. They have a good defense. And they have a running back. And they have a running back. Okay. Okay. They have no wideouts. But they have no wideouts. They saw Mark, Marcus Wheaton. Who did nothing? They have I mean, no wideouts. They, they and they right. So they have no wideouts. All right. Indianapolis. Indianapolis is a dumpster dive. What do we call it? A dumpster dump. What's the word that we it's use? Dumpster fire. We use a dumpster fire. A dumpster fire. They have. Yeah, a, they're a dumpster fire. They have. They have a franchise. You went on. You went on speaker again. We cannot hear you. Cannot hear you. God damn it. God damn it. I. They also have a franchise quarterback. Again, I'm looking at yes. the positives of these. All right. And well, the positives Detroit, are they have a franchise quarterback, which – All right. So Detroit okay. and Indy are very similar. They both have franchise quarterbacks, and they have one wide receiver who can do a lot. Okay. I mean, if that's what we're looking for, that's what we're looking for, I can go there. Arizona? Arizona is damn old. Every part of that team Arizona is old. Arizona is old. Except, Arizona except is for old. David Johnson. Every part of that team is, is old. Injured. And Patrick Peterson is like 27. He shuts down. It's like putting Deion Sanders on the Cleveland Browns. It's a waste. It's like putting Jerry Rice on the Cleveland Browns. It's a waste. Anyway, okay, moving on. The Raiders? Talk about a team that went from hero. No, I was just going to say, talk about a team that went from hero to zero real quick. Yeah. I mean, they were the talk of the town, right? And I'll tell you, I think that Gruden signing is going to be awful. Awful. Well, that was my feeling. I, I don't get this. You, first of all, you traded him. Second of all, he oh, hasn't got coached two. in 10 years. Yep. Third of all, he wasn't great as a coach. Remember, he took oh. over for Tony Dungy. He, he Talk into the microphone. Oh, yeah, yeah. He won with Tony Dungy's team the year after Dungy left. And then he was a 500, he was a 500 coach the rest of the time. He wasn't a bad coach, but there was nothing spectacular about him. Hello? Look, I got nothing. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. I, I, you know, it's, it's funny because I 100% agree with you that – I understand. Fucking time. Okay. So, well, hey, watch the language. You know, you could have said that when you weren't talking into the microphone. That would have been a whole <laughs> lot better. Anyway. Anyway. You're welcome. So, anyway. No, the fact <laughs> is, I agree with you. I do understand the move, though. It sells tickets. And yep. that team, in the next two years absolutely needs to sell tickets. Do you disagree with that? Nope. I completely agree with it. Oh, that you see, oh my God, holy blank and Luya. See, I don't curse. Anyway, no, the fact is they need to sell tickets. Do you think Gruden would do a good job with Derek Carr? I do. Yeah, I think he'd be fine with Derek so, Carr. 
I mean, Derek Carr, that team averaged 19.6 points per game this year. How on God's green earth, again, not a curse. With that quarterback, now granted, Amari Cooper was hurt probably a quarter to a half of the season. You, with that type of quarterback, do you average 19.6 points per game? In fact, I believe the Giants averaged more. No, they couldn't. Have. With, I don't think I don't think that's possible. Oh, I, I, they only went over. I think it's, they only went over thirty one game or two games this year. How could they have averaged twenty? They only went over twenty. Excuse me, one or two games this year. How could they? Hold on, how could I'm going to look this up. Average points per game. Ah, NFL comes up. Okay, NFL points per game. Nope, you're right. Average, they average a lot less. So the the Oakland averaged eighteen point eight, and the Giants averaged fifteen point four. I'd like to say Oakland had a lot more talent. By the way, the Jets averaged eighteen point six. So Oakland and Green Bay, oh, and San Francisco averaged twenty point seven. They actually averaged a lot of points. But anyway. That I, I digress. The fact is, I don't think the Raiders are a bad job. I think they may get the worst coach out of all of them for the best job. Except for the fact that they have Mark Davis that's going to be the, uh, the, the owner. Okay. And I, and I, oh, and did you see today that Mike McCarthy got a one-year one extension? Really? I did not see that. One year. Interesting. So, Ted, and Ted Thompson, so Ted Thompson is out. Right. So Ted Thompson is moved to a more to more senior role, which basically means he's not the GM. They're going to bring the GM, a new GM in, and it may be an internal guy. Uh, I know Elliot Wolf works for them. Um, I know Alonzo Hightower. Yeah, that that Alonzo High no Highsmith. That Alonzo really? Highsmith. No. Really? Yeah, he's in their per- he's in their personnel wow. department. Absolutely. I know the guy on the on the thirty for thirty that had like arms bigger than my whole entire head. Yeah, that guy, and I got a big head, guys. That guy. But anyway, so Mike McCarthy gets one year to prove to this GM, whoever this GM is, that he is going to be the coach. He he got a one year extension through two thousand nineteen. And in the NFL, you really don't go into the lame duck year. It's, it's not part of the deal because if you go in with a lame duck year, you pretty much can't get assistant coaches. Because who's going to sign on for that? So just an interesting that Thompson moves up and McCarthy only gets one more year. So McCarthy is uh, on thin ice next year. So, all right, if you're the Giants – I've seen on Facebook you are you are hoping for a guy like Josh McDaniel. Is that correct? Yeah, I think he makes the most sense. See, and I, I completely disagree with you. Completely. I think Matt Patricia makes okay. the most sense. I think he you want will. A defen- you want a makes- defensive guy. I think a defensive guy works a lot better for the Giants than an offensive guy. I think you you go out. So hear me out here. You get Josh McDaniel and some defensive coordinator, whoever that may be. Okay, pick your defensive coordinator. You get that guy. Okay, let's say it's Gus Bradley because he's a free agent this year. Okay, so you get Gus Bradley and Josh McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you rather have them or would you rather have – uh, Matt Patricia and Jim Filipino, who is the quarterbacks coach, John, for John Filipino, John, John Filipino from the Eagles, to be your offensive all, coordinator. He's probably get it. He's probably going to get a head coaching okay, yeah. job. Hmm. That's a big stretch from quarterbacks coach. Yeah, you no, know he's I, never I'm been an offensive coordinator, right? Never been an offense coordinator. I do, but he's but he's already received. I think it was a three or four request for for requests. At a minimum, he will move up to offensive coordinator. So I agree. Agreed. I agree. 
So I think option two is better than option one. I, I, I don't like the retread of defensive coordinators, although Gus Bradley is an incredible coordinator. I was going to say he's a very good defensive coordinator. and I mean, we're not bringing back Dom Capers here, who actually retired after seemingly 60 years uh, last week, or was forced out. I guess he was fired. You um, say retire, I say forced out. <laughs> so, yeah. Tomato, tomato, let's call the whole thing off. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I was in favor of the McAdoo deal. So I'm. We both. So I was in favor of the McAdoo. So I've lost. So I've lost a little bit of credibility on this. Um. You know, I have to assume that Gettleman. You know, Gettleman's going to make. He's the GM. You know, probably wouldn't have been my choice as GM, but he's the GM. So. You know, he's putting his name on this. He's putting his stamp on this with whoever he brings in, which means I think obviously it's going to give Wilkes a pretty decent shot. And he's going to interview. Look, they're going to interview Patricia. They're going to interview McDaniel. They're going to interview Wilkes. I don't know who else. They, I think they asked for Pat Shermer from Minnesota, which is yep. kind of a weird – I mean, I, I've, I've seen it, but it's – I'm not that excited about it. But, you know, look, the retreads don't, you know, Jim Schwartz, I'm sure, will be there also because we've, we've, heard, we've heard that name a, a bit, and I don't really want Jim Schwartz. I don't see that. I don't know. Okay. You know, I, so, I'm not overwhelmed so with you just Well, you just told me you didn't like Gettleman as your, as your GM. So who would you have proposed to get? I wanted I wanted to see if they could bring in the guy if they if they could have brought in Cesario from New England. I would have liked. I I don't know I don't remember if he interviewed or not. I know the only two that I know interviewed were him and Lewis Riddick. And look, I really like Lewis Riddick, but I'm not qualified to know whether he can be a GM or not. I'm just not. You know, I don't think he ever held a number two spot. Um, in that in. In, I, the head of pro personnel. I, I could be wrong. Um, I really like listening to Riddick on ESPN. I think he's extraordinarily articulate, and I think he makes really good, valid points. But it's harder. You know, how do you know who the right GM is? No, you don't. So this is they took someone that, you know, not particularly surprising. They took someone that they were comfortable with. Um, and now it's, it's on Gittleman's shoulders. And look, this is you know this is his dream job. Now well, let's let's see what he can do with it. You know, I I don't know who the right I don't know. If you were the, I'm not gonna. As I said, I lost my credibility after McAdoo. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just holding right now. Okay, so so let's do this. Let's switch gears a little bit from the guys that got fired to the guys that are going to get hired, uh, honored actually this week. So this week, the Baseball Hall of Fame announces their selections. I'm going to go down the roster. I'm going to start from worst to first, in my opinion. And you tell me, now you have to count 10 or less that you would put in the Hall of Fame. Okay? Brad Lynch, Jason Isringhausen. (laughs) Okay. No. Hideki Matsui. No. Aubrey Huff. I said I'm going from worst to first. Yeah, I gathered as much. Although I think I would have Matsui above Aubrey Huff. No. Carlos Lee. No. Terry Wood. Should I just skip all the obvious ones and just keep going? All right. Johnny Damon, which I think is a very interesting scenario here. No. Okay. Very good. So John and Damien had, no. he had, I know your whole 2,800 hits. 2,800 hits. To me, he's probably the Jack Morris without the, uh, the game seven. Okay. Johan Santana. He actually fits my criteria better than probably people who will get in, but no. Yes. Because he had, he was dominant. I mean, dominant. Yeah, well, you're saying, yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame, or yes, he fits my criteria? No, I say he fits, fits your criteria to a T. 
He is your criteria. Yeah, he does. His five-year yeah. average is ridiculous. Okay, Andrew Jones. The problem was. Who yeah. also fits your criteria to a T. Not to the not to the same degree, but um, no, Andrew Jones isn't a Hall of Famer to me. Scott Rowland, who's an awesome, awesome player, and comparatively definitely no. hits the metrics. No, not a Hall of Famer no. to me. Okay, so his comps. No. Okay. His comps are Ron Santo, who's in the Hall of Fame. Aramis Ramirez, probably not a Hall of Famer. Those are his no. best comps. Okay. Uh, Santo took 40 years to get in the Hall of Fame. Jim Tomey. Yeah, I, I, don't know how you keep, I don't know how you keep him out. But he's a Hall of Famer to you. Not really, um, but he'll make it. See, he'll to me, he'll definitely make it. He's got 612 home runs, but right. he's a one-trick pony. That's I like mean, that he's, I'm looking at his stats. He's a really good player. But. 1,747 walks, 2,500 strikeouts, 612 home runs. I get that. OPS of almost 1,000, 956. But so that's, I mean, that's batting average, what's that? I said, oh, OPS, yeah, OPS is, excellent. is excellent. Yeah. But he, his batting average was 276. I mean, to me, he's Mickey Mantle stats. The last stats five wise, years Mickey of his Mantle. career? No, I'm just saying his stats last... are Mickey Mantle. No, period. 612 home runs. Mantle batted 298. 1,700 RBIs. I think that's pretty close to where Mantle was. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mantle won the, the triple crown, and Mantle no, only I'm, averaged 298 because his last three years were terrible. Okay, you're not hearing me. First of all, I said his stats are Mickey Mantle. I didn't say his career was Mickey Mantle. And I don't believe his career is Mickey Mantle. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying the stats back then are a lot different than the stats today. And you're right. Well, to tell you the truth, um, Tommy, for his last four years, his average was like 240. So, again, very Mickey Mantle-ish, right? I mean, that's kind of what Mantle did, was 240-ish. But my point is, he didn't win three MVPs. He was never the best player in the league, ever. His bit, his best MVP was a four, with the, the fourth place right. with the Phillies. My point, Seth, is he's not Mickey Mantle, but his stats look very ma- much like Mickey Mantle. I would not put him in. I believe he's a one-trick pony. And he never played defense, not once. But I believe he will get in. Chipper Jones, on the other hand, should absolutely get in. Chipper Jones will get in and should be in. Yeah. Sammy Sosa is the same to me as Jim Tomey. In fact, I'm going to compare their stats because I bet you they're very similar. 252 average versus 267. No, 273. I'm sorry. 273 compared to 276. Yeah, 612 versus 609, 1667 RBIs to 1699. Where's the difference? The difference is because supposedly – No, that's in the the good difference, not the bad difference. My point was – Oh, the difference is steroids. Why does Tommy get – Oh, the difference is steroids. Right. So if the difference is steroids, then we bring on other people, right? Uh, Billy Wagner, yeah. good but not great. Good but not great. Agreed. To me, Sheffield should get in. Sheffield's an interesting, interesting argument. And I'm not sure you're wrong. 
Because I don't. Thank you. I mean, the reason he wa- he's won a batting crown, he's been an MVP, top MVP. He was because he was a top player in the league in the nineties. He was top three um, MVP three times. Top three MVP three times. You know, broke the five hundred home runs. It was just he was disliked, and I guess that's the reason he really hasn't made much. Of, I don't remember ever hearing any steroid stuff with Sheffield that I can oh, think of. Oh no, there was. He's part. He was there? He said, with the cream, when it was the Barry Bonds cream, he said, "I inadvertently rubbed the cream on me. I didn't know it was a steroid." And he was also mentioned in the Mitchell report. Okay, Jeff Kent. No, there you go. I think Jeff Kent's a Hall of Famer. No. We, we, we've argued Jeff, the, the Jeff Kent before. I don't. Yep. Okay. Fred McGriff, also believe he's all a famer. I think Fred McGriff actually is a much, is, is a really interesting argument because he probably was the best at his position, although yep. a bit underrated in that regard. You know, probably led a decade, probably led a 10 year span of in homers, give or take. Um, but because he wasn't a Reuter, um, he he got overshadowed by everybody else. I think he's probably a he would be to me a very borderline Hall of Famer that I would probably put in. So here's the thing with Fred McGriff: he led the at home led the league in home runs twice. He never had a top no, he had one top five MVP one. That's a problem. That's going to be a problem. I think he's a veterans committee guy. Okay, we, we only got nine minutes, so let's plow through these. Larry Walker, I wish he had stayed healthy, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Manny Ramirez, well, you flunked two tests. You're the only player to flunk two tests. You're never going to get it, ever. If, the, if there's You're a just, line, he's just you, not very smart. that's it. That's it. Kurt Schilling and Mike Mussina, who I think go in as a combo or not at all. No real argument. I, I think they're extraordinarily similar. Um, yep. Do they go in? Again, I don't think so. Not this year or not at all? Because a lot depends on the next, think, do, the, right. the next two do guys. The next two guys are going to make it. Do, do I think they should get in or do I think they get in? The former first. I think I don't think they should get in. I think they both will, eventually. Okay. Okay. Bonds and Clemens. <sighs> Who the hell knows? You know, we've been arguing right. this for for years. Edgar Martinez. I don't think so. Okay. And he's a, tough, he's a real tough call. Vladdy Guerrero gets in. Vladdy Guerrero. Trevor Hoffman. Vladdy Guerrero gets in. No, Trevor Hoffman. Trevor Hoffman. All right, so you got nope. Vlad. So you got Vlad going down these. Chipper, Tomei. So you only three, think three guys are going to get in this year, if I'm correct. Yes. Yeah, I guess that. Well, I mean, no. I think Trevor Hoffman's going to get in. Okay. I just so you got asked four. him whether I think he should be in. It's a little okay, different. Okay. So you, so, you so you got four getting in, correct? Those four. Mm-hmm. All right, and I will agree with you, and I do not believe that Hoffman nor Tome deserve to get in. Yet they will. Um. Yeah. All right. So we got five more minutes here. Would you like to go first? Sure. Um, Please do. Uh, we didn't really. Uh, okay. Um, a fond farewell to, to Carson Palmer. Um, a quarter, an interesting quarter, kind of almost the Vinny Testaverde of, of this generation. Very good, you know, drafted with such an enormous amount of accolades, a class act. Um, probably never hit the full potential of what he could have been. 
Um, his great year was, you know, he was never really the same after the injury in Cincinnati um, in the playoff game against Pittsburgh, but a class act and a really solid guy. And, you know, a really a good career, not a great career, but a good career with, with, with uh, Arizona, Oakland, and Cincy. Um, you know, to, to go 92 and 88 with those teams, not exactly the creme de la creme uh, during, during his time there, says a lot. And, you know, he... You know, if he was healthy and had played with better teams, who knows how it could have played out. So, wish him the best of luck in retirement. Well, I'll double that. Uh, that wasn't what I was going to say, and I'll get to what I said in a second. Thank you very much for quarterbacking two Seth and Sean fantasy, uh, fantasy football team winners. <laughs> we very much appreciate your service. You go out with highest accolades from the two of us. Uh, we wish you well in retirement. If you're ever in New York, we'd be happy to buy you a beer. So please come and see us. <laughs> if, we, if, 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 if anybody's if listening. We ever get, if we ever, if we ever don't get Don't go paid. there. Don't go there. Okay. So so that's number one. I, I actually had three things, and now I can't remember the second one. Uh, the third one was going to be kudos to the National Hockey League. And, and about – 15 years ago, they decided not to play on Christmas. Not only did they not agree not to play on Christmas, but they also agreed that they would not have any transactions three days before Christmas to three days after Christmas. And they did this so players could not be sent down, players could not be traded, players could spend time with their families, and know that they were safe, whether they be the highest guy, highest guy on the team or the 20, I think there are 28 guys in, in, on an NHL team, the 27th or 28th guy. It didn't matter. You were going to stay. If you were on the team on December 21st, you were going to be on the team on December 28th, and you didn't have to uproot your family or anything of the like. I think that's one of the best things that can happen. Now, to be fair, I would not want that for all sports because then I would have nothing to watch. And our show would be kind of meaningless for a week. But I do give kudos to the NHL for doing that. Okay, so the other thing I was going to say, oh, I do remember the other thing I was going to say. Kudos to Matt Berry, who's the uh, Mr. Roto, and – to Adam Schefter, I believe it was Adam Schefter, or one other person in the fantasy football world, that published all of the fantasy football players, the top fan, top 30 or 40 fantasy football players, and yeah. their favorite charities this year. And they published them online. And kudos also to those players, and we should do this, Seth, donate some of our winnings, even if it's like 10 bucks or 15 bucks, to Le'Veon Bell's favorite charity. Because, <laughs> hell, no, I don't laugh because they've been getting thousands of dollars, Seth, these players, for their charities. Because it's a good idea, right? I mean, you win five grand, you donate 50 bucks. Who cares? Well, that charity does care. And lastly, kudos to the Buffalo Bills. 17 years, and now you're in the playoffs. And kudos also to those fans that have donated increments of $17 to Andy Dalton's favorite charity. No joke. They have like a hundred grand in there. There was a lot of giving this season from sports fans and, and players alike. And as I have said many, many times, we are incredibly fortunate to have this program and we thank you for listening. So from Seth and Sean Sports to you, a very happy and healthy New Year. And next week we'll talk about our New Year's resolutions because we didn't get to that today. So for oh, Seth Kamen, this has been Sean Palmer. You're fading in and out again. Cannot hear you. For Seth Kamen, this has been Sean Palmer, Seth and Sean SportsRadio.com, and we'll talk to you soon. I don't think we have a radio.com, but we'll get to that soon.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.